There's another squad attacking. Welcome to the Third Party Podcast. I'm your host, Shay, joined today once again by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today? Going very well. Happy to be here as always. Per usual. We've uh, we've loved our uh, our growth over the last week or so. It's been awesome to see all this uh, interaction that we've been able to get with you guys, and we appreciate everything because all of your guys' support is the reason that we've been doing this podcast and gr- trying to grow this community that we can all talk about Apex together. Uh, so for today, though, we're going to get into our news, leaks, and rumors. Uh, we're going to look at the overall state of Apex Legends as a whole. Big topic that's been going around a lot, and we're going to really dive into our thoughts on Warzone a little bit compared to Apex, and that's something a lot of people have been asking about. Uh, last but not least, subscribe, leave a five-star review with your question on Apple Pods. Greatly appreciate it. It helps us out so much. But before we get into the news, Henry, why don't you give us a little update on our new grind on the PS4? Yeah, so we mostly play on Xbox. That's where we've put in a lot of our hours and kind of ranked up and gotten our best skins and all that stuff. For sure. Uh, but we also have invested into PlayStation 4s. And we've really been enjoying grinding through ranked and starting at bronze and trying to get up <laughs> into master uh, on PS4. And so we'll kind of be keeping you guys posted on how that's going. Uh, but I guess the initial report is Love playing in those lower lobbies. <laughs> the bronze lobbies are a lot different from the plat and diamond lobbies. It's incredible. Like, we can just go in. I think we're averaging over a 1,000 damage a game and just wiping through yeah, people. Yeah, the KD is something else right now. Yeah. So that's really fun, and hopefully and, it continues. Yeah, yeah. We just wanted to, a lot of you guys that we've been talking with on the Instagram, uh, we're all PS4 players, even though our voting was split 50-50. We've talked a lot with PS4 people. And we just want to be available to play with you guys on either console. So if you ever want to play, shoot us a DM, shoot us an email or something, and we'll try to either hook you up with playing with us or maybe another viewer that wants to grind some ranked or just, you know, chase kills in pubs. For sure. That'd be lots of fun and we look forward to it. For sure. And with that, let's get into the news, leaks, and rumors for today. First and foremost... Uh, this is kind of a, this one's a little bit older. Uh, this is coming from iLoot Games and talking about how the prowlers were leaked in the game files. Uh, there's a bunch of animations that have gone around. We saw hunting the prey. That was a really cool one. Full gallop. And the other one, which was kind of scary, and I want to get your thoughts on this, is seeing the prowler climb through windows in buildings. And so this is a little YouTube video that iLoot put out showing all these animations. I'll probably try and link it into the description and I would recommend checking it out. But what are your thoughts on these animations that have been floating around? Yeah, so Shay, this is related to the town takeover and we're going to be touching more on that in a second. But kind of going like a prowler, which is this tiger, leopard, beast, like very big a, though. Yeah, pretty big climbing into a building. That sounds pretty scary, but it will be contained. You know, I, this the prowlers at least how i understand them so far will not be you know scoured all over the map like the flyers were in mm-hmm. king's canyon it'll be just in this town takeover so you know yes it'd be scary to have a prowler just crawl into a building and you know west fragment but i think it'll be pretty contained and hopefully it'll be fun to see in game yeah i just hope it messes up some of the campers a little bit It'd yeah. be kind of nice if, like, you know, end game we got prowlers climbing in the windows. And it definitely looks like there's going to be, you know, combat between them. Yeah, like they're I'm going to attack you. You can attack them, and 
There's, you know, the death animation. Mm-hmm. So exciting stuff. I'm still not uh, entirely sold on your idea that they're going to be limited to Bloodhound's Town Takeover. I think we might see them over the course of the entire map on World's Edge. And I think that would be sweet. Uh, similar to the Flyers. I just don't know, like, if that is the case, do you think there will be any, like, loot drops or anything when you kill them? Or? I think they'll probably have to be. Yeah. You know, there's no real score mechanic in Apex. Yeah, there's XP, but I definitely think that it will be loot associated. For sure. And with that, we're kind of leading into the Bloodhound teaser for the game. Uh, so let's talk about that. Uh, just recently on Tuesday, on top of kind of the sniper's nest outside of Capital City, uh, we could see a dead prowler lying on the ground amongst the flag poles that normally mark where the town takeovers are going to be. And so that's something that we shared on the Instagram. I hope you guys saw that. But what do you think about this possible location for the town takeover and what the prowler actually did look like in game? Yeah, so on that like sniper ridge outside of Skyhook is pretty cool. You know, it wasn't on my list of where I thought it was going to be. But now that I see the teaser, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, It's really open there, you know, in the corner of the map. um, You know, you were speaking off air about how they could destroy that whole mountain or ridge. Um, They could keep it. Um, We don't really know how they're going to transform the area to put in this town takeover. Yeah, I mean, we've seen them uh, put in places into like empty areas before. And then like with Octane's Gauntlet, we've seen them just completely wipe out like a little city to put the town takeover there. So we'll see how they change the map up. And I think it'll be really cool. I mean, Bloodhound's lore is really, really interesting. And I think that there's a lot of opportunity to make this town takeover look amazing. And I love that everybody was talking about where is it going to be? Is it going to be on King's Canyon? Is it going to be on World's Edge? And it being located kind of up on that sniper ridge in that area on World's Edge, it's funny, that was teased in the trailer a little bit. We had Bloodhound standing up on there sniping Pathfinder in one of the trailers. And it's just another thing that's so cool about Apex that they, they connect and leak everything and they really, really try to, you know, showcase the little things in advance. For sure. I like it. Just one more thing to talk about the town takeover. Uh, you know, Octane's Gauntlet had jump pads. Yeah. Labs from Wraith had the cool like portal. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this town takeover will have some sort of different vision or recon like in the area? Yeah, I'm sure it'll have something. Um, besides the prowlers? Yeah, besides the prowlers. I think, um, I believe I saw, it was a while ago. I think either iLoot or Shrutgull on Twitter were leaking something about possibly being able to like scan a beacon of something. Yeah. And I wonder if with the town taker over, we'll get the introduction of those perks we talked about a couple episodes ago into the games. And so like Bloodhound being able to scan beacons and stuff mm-hmm. or I don't know. I'm sure they will do something uh, just because there's a need for it right now in the game. Yeah, I'm excited. Um. Are there any other things that, you know, with the Bloodhound teaser or the character himself that you want to talk about before we keep going? Uh, I've really been enjoying the buffs to Bloodhound. I know I've been talking about it every day on the podcast a lot, um, but I think that things are going really great uh, with the Legend meta. I like that they've been doing updates. I'm excited for more. I'm excited for the perks. Um, I think this town takeover is going to be 
really top notch. For sure. Yeah. Uh, the next thing we got is related to the Apex Legends Global Series. And that's now being moved completely online. This is something that came up a while ago. Got canceled because of the coronavirus been going around. And I think that they've now moved it online. Uh, they're going to be broadcasting it live on Twitch and YouTube. And so now it's going to be three to six online tournaments with Apex Legends Global Series points being awarded and up to $100,000 in cash prizes. The tournaments are spread out over the months of April and May and having one day finishing up on June. And I'm excited that this is going to be streamed online. I really hope that they take this opportunity to advertise this better because in the past, nobody has known about these real competitive tournaments that have been going on for Apex. Like, it's not something Respawn pushes out or anything at all. And so I hope that we definitely see an improvement in advertising for that to draw some more people in the watch. Yeah, very exciting. This is a big event. Um, you know, hopefully it's a big success. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully this is an opportunity for the community to really come alive and uh, really show show up for Apex. Yeah. And so now the last piece of news we have is yesterday, uh, the Twitter user at Shrekle leaked the Loba finishers. Not actually uh, Loba herself doing the finisher, but what happens to the person being finished. And so we'll post both of those onto the Instagram so you can check those out. Uh, But the first one is called Point Blank. And pretty much what happens is it looks like, and Wraith is the mocked model in these uh, animations. It looks like Wraith ends up on her knees and then gets shot in the head. Yeah. Execution style. A little brutal. Execution style. And then the next one we have is Stomp. And this is a brutal looking finisher. Like, you want to explain it real quick? Well, it is violent. I mean, Wraith gets herself kicked down to the ground and then pretty much has her neck snapped. Yeah. Uh, But I think overall, like, Loba is not a friendly little girl anymore. Like, I think she has a lot of pent up anger. She's holding a grudge or something? I think she's holding a grudge. She's coming to the games uh, not just for fun. Like, Mm -hmm. I think she has... uh, uh, mission and it's it's a lot like caustic i mean very brutal finishers <laughs> um no mercy and revenant freaking stabbing the people and raising them up that's intense too yeah yeah maybe apex is getting darker apex is getting a little <laughs> bit darker i hope that uh we start to see some of the loba teases in the actual uh you know game itself yeah and outside of like the little hidden wolf stuff that we've seen and yeah. that'll be pretty cool but with that, let's get into the main topic for today and kind of talking about the state of Apex Legends and talking a lot about Warzone. So Henry, let's uh, let's start this off by talking a little bit about Warzone and then we'll wrap it up with talking about how we feel Apex Legends is at, what Respawn can do, what Respawn needs to do, or anything along those lines. So take it away with telling us a little bit about Warzone. Great. So here at the third party podcast we play a lot of apex on all platforms all consoles and shay tasked me with kind of diving into warzone to do some research for you guys and come up with how the games are different and what our thoughts should be so that's exactly what i did and i'm just going to start off by saying warzone is a very successful game it's a very different game though yeah uh, there was big hype about it, very large initial player base. 
Um, you know, if I was working at Activision Blizzard, I would say it was a big success, mm-hmm. at least initially. Um, and I, this is going to be a reoccurring theme in my report of this game, but uh, it's very disruptive to the battle royale genre. And I think that is an interesting decision uh, on Activision's part, but I think that a lot of people are enjoying uh, the different changes. So we're going to dive into all the specifics, but mm-hmm. that's kind of just the overall. Next thing I want to say to get out of the way is that if you haven't played Warzone yet, um, not very similar to the previous Call of Duty Battle Royale, Blackout. Um, very different. You played a bit of Blackout, Shay. Yeah, I've played a bit of Blackout, and I've played a lot of Warzone yesterday to try and get ready for this pod, and so there's not a lot of similarities. Besides, outside of the guns, I would say, for the most part. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, this is completely different from Blackout, and I would say that Warzone is more like Apex than Blackout. Um, It's three people to a team it has different respawn mechanics it's very similar in the pinging and the loot system Uh, it's very different than blackout and because of the three person squads i think that they pulled a lot from apex yeah well they do have solos as well which is a pretty big differentiator so yeah yeah and blackout did have that so what we're going to do today is give you guys 10 points of differentiation between apex and Warzone. And we're going to start that off with number one, movement. The biggest one by far. Of course. So Apex movement um, of the legends with their tacticals and rotations and different things like grapples and stems definitely defines the game, um, defines the legends, and is huge. And just like the overall, like you sprint faster in Apex. There's no fall damage in Apex. And so it's like, very different just in fights and actually just movement from point A to point B. It's huge. It's a big reason why we like the game. Uh, but on the other hand, we have Warzone, and they have vehicles, which wildly changes the uh, the movement of a game, um, how kind of the, the circle is going to affect players, how fights can be. You can get killed by a vehicle. You can get run over. You can fly That's in helicopters. Part. That's the best part. Um, so much different. Um but the one thing that I'll say about Warzone and, you know, many Battle Royales have vehicles nowadays. Apex does not. I don't believe they ever will introduce vehicles. Um, never but say never. Never say never. I'm still hoping for the Titans, mm-hmm. um, if that's a vehicle. Um, but there's this idea in Apex and Battle Royales in general that you drop near the center of the map, you're more likely to be in the circle, right? As it shrinks... You know, you have a higher likelihood of being safe and not being on the outer edges, but more people are going to drop near the center for that same reason. So loot is going to be a little bit harder, but you're going to run into more fights, get more kills, and hopefully if you're good, survive longer. On the flip side to that, you can drop on the perimeter of the map and probably not run into a team, but you run the risk of getting hit by the storm or the circle or the zone. Mm Mm-hmm. You do get the reward of not having to engage in a crazy fight right off the drop and kind of looting up a bit, but it's that risk reward. It's of my opinion that in Warzone, this kind of risk reward is a bit disrupted, that you can drop really far away, and if you get into a helicopter, the zone is really null and void, that you're not really risking getting trapped in the zone 
because of this movement mechanic. Yeah, I don't know if I would use helicopters as the example because they're somewhat rare, but yeah, just from an overall standpoint of there's vehicles everywhere and you can move around the map very quickly. It's not like Apex where if there's not a balloon nearby, you're just going to be sprinting and hoping and dying sometimes if it's around four or later. For sure. Second point is contracts. So really entirely different um, than any Battle Royale to date. Um, closest thing that Apex has to these Warzone contracts is maybe the Loot Vault, um, where you kind of have to go find this key, and then you go to this area, and you can get better loot. Um, or you could even say that the Evo Shields are kind of a contract-like thing, where you do this much damage, and you get this reward. It's an objective. Yeah, and kind of a cool thing to put into Battle Royales. But contracts um, can be a variety of different things. They can be Intel-oriented. They could be a location capture. Um, really a neat thing to do in a game this size that Mm -hmm. Warzone is. You know, it's a massive 150-player map, and finding people uh, isn't always the easiest. Um, And so doing these objectives to kind of reward your team is kind of nice. What are your thoughts about the contracts? The contracts are pretty cool to me. I think that I really like uh, one of the contracts that you'll get is either to like hunt a specific team or you'll be just doing your thing on the map and you'll be notified that someone has a contract to hunt you. And so then you get your threat meter to tell you how close the team is. And it's kind of this cool dynamic to like push these different objectives within the game that the goal already is to win. And I think that the reason that you can do that with this game is because the player base is so large and the map is so much bigger. And so it kind of helps push people together into these fights rather than just camp it out, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's a different way to play. And I think it's a it's a neat feature for sure. Um, should Apex adopt it? Maybe not. I think that the size of the map in Warzone really... Uh, demands this extra stimuli maybe there'd have to be a big like if we got a new map in apex and it was huge i could see them working in something like that but i think if we just had this thrown into like world's edge and stuff you already run into people so easily you can't be having these objectives to go loot a specific area or kill a certain team within that through my experience playing a bit of warzone i just felt like i was hitting up the contracts early on to get like a cash boost um, early and I wasn't really finding anybody like I would drop pick up a weapon get a contract tells me to go capture this area I then go over there capture it maybe run into somebody but it was kind of just something to do uh, off the drop I don't think that late in the game contracts are very influential for sure uh, next point is the ping system another very um, defining element of apex um, is the team communication oh. And this is very, very, very different in Warzone. First difference that you're going to see on console is that the ping system is not mapped to the bumpers. It's mapped to the D-pad. I actually had to switch mine. I switched my ping to a bumper just because I was so used to it in Apex. And doing that made it a little bit more effective in Warzone. But then you mess with your grenades and stuff. So it's kind of tough. Yeah. And I'd say that this was not like done on accident it was definitely strategic um you know putting this ping system all the way down there um and it's a lot more rustic it's very more minimal than the apex ping system and i would say that 
you use it before a shot is even fired in a fight. Oh, so yeah. Because you can only really ping uh, locations and enemies, you're not really going to be doing it in a fight. You're not going to be doing it in like a, a high stress situation. And you want to keep your your hands, you know, on the triggers and on the action buttons, not so much over on the D-pad. So much different. And Apex, I think, wins in this if you have a certain perspective because you can do a lot more. You can say, hey, I'm defending this area. I want to loot over here. I'm mm-hmm. attacking this area. And People Warzone, have been here. I'm watching here. There's so exactly. many options. And Warzone, it's really... You know, I see people over here, but that's it. You have to kind of be on comms or, you know, send them a message on PC. And And yeah. Your game chatter is not very loud in Warzone compared to Apex. Like you have these voice lines built into the legends to tell Mm -hmm. your team that these things are happening. And when I'm using Warzone and I'm pinging stuff, it's just not the same. I don't even hear it sometimes. And yeah. Definitely point Apex. Even though we are pretty much always partied up in Apex, I use the ping system all the time in fights, out of fights. You know, if we're, you know, in a fight and I see that another team is coming in or somebody dropped down on us, I can ping that out and say like, oh no, they're over here when we originally thought they were over there. And that's really helpful. When your ping system is good enough that you still choose to use it while on mics with people, that's when you know you got it right. I mean, Apex's ping system absolutely changed Battle Royales when it came out. You had Fortnite adopt a ping system as well, and it's definitely been one of their staples, and it's still something that the best way to you know try and surpass it is to just copy it because yeah. it's, it's really good. But that's a good point, Shay. Warzone didn't copy it. They did not. And I think that's for a reason. I think that this is a modern warfare game and they want you to rely on your own reactions because it's a very fast game. Um, You're not going to be relying on your teammates' intel and communicating and re-strategizing during a fight as much as you would be in Apex. So, you know, your personal opinion on whether it's better or worse, but they're definitely different games and the team mechanics are very different based on this ping system. So very influential. Next point, health and armor. Another very, very different category in this game. Um, There isn't a lot of sharing of meds. I think that something that happens in Apex, given the legends like Lifeline or Watson that can, you know, help each other um, heal up, as well as the the loot and inventory system of sharing med kits and syringes and cells, things like that, not really going to happen in Warzone at all. And the first thing is that Call of Duty has its health uh, regeneration mechanic. Mm -hmm. So there is no med kits or syringes in this game at all. Yeah. It's a, I'm honestly, I go back and forth on if I like this when I've been playing. Like it is kind of cool that you drop and you don't often feel like you have a huge armor disadvantage in Warzone just because it's easy to find the armor plates and then you go into every fight feeling like you have a pretty good chance. And this is a theme we're actually going to talk about a little bit later on. But I will still say that like having to share meds and share shield cells in Apex kind of increases the team aspect of the game, and that's kind of fun. Yeah, I think that I I hopped into Warzone and I was kind of shocked by the armor system. Um, so not the health 
mechanic I was pretty used to because of our long experience with Modern Warfare. Mm -hmm. But the way they approach shields, I thought was pretty interesting where everybody starts out with shields. You have two plates of shields in your vest and you can add on plates as you find them. I think that's interesting. There isn't like a a shields leveling system like an Apex where you have your comma and then blue and then purple. Um, So that's interesting. But I will say, I mean, you're back and forth on whether you like it or not. Um, It comes down to the reaction time. And in a game like Warzone and Modern Warfare, gunfights are really fast. They're really short. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, people are kind of on a even playing field. But the even playing field gets a lot less fun when you get sniped from a long ways away. Oh, yeah. That's definitely... doesn't really happen in Apex. Like, you don't get dropped. The whole team doesn't get dropped by one sniper that's, you know, over on a ridgeline. In Warzone, that happens. Mm -hmm. Like, you do not have a lot of health. And, you know, gunfights are over really fast. So, I think that this health and armor discussion and point of uh, difference between these games is kind of a big deal. Um... But I also kind of like the way that they did it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I think it works for the games that they are. Like, I think yeah. the system works in Warzone for the game that it is. And I think Apex's system with these longer fights and longer times to kill, it really, the armor system really works for Apex. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I, you know, I'll, I think they both work, but we're biased here, the third party. I'm biased. I like Apex. I like a bit longer fights. I like the ability With to you. heal myself up. I like the ability to know, hey, I just hit that person. They're not just going to recharge automatically. Like that damage really counted. Like mm-hmm. I hit him with the headshot with the wingman. That hurt them. Yeah. And, you know, Warzone breeze that off for in sure. a couple seconds. And that's a bit odd and a little less rewarding uh, for the. For the gunslinger. I mean, I'm going to lean towards Apex on a lot of these things. So, yeah. For sure. (laughs) Next up, I think it's going to be an interesting discussion, and it's the weapons. Apex uh, has a lot of differences from Warzone here. The first of which is that Apex has weapon attachments. That's something that sets Apex apart from pretty much every other Battle Royale game out there. Like, being able to actually change how your weapon works during the game based on the loot you find, is not something that happens in these other games. And it's a huge, big difference. I've been talking to a couple of people about this just because Warzone really brought it to my attention uh, more than before. But Fortnite doesn't have this. You know, as a very big game in this genre, uh, you pick up weapons and they are what they are. And I think that that plays to their advantage in that it's simple. Uh, Kids can pick up the game pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that don't play a lot of video games can pick it up quickly just because it's straightforward. But I like the fact that Apex kind of has this gun upgrade system. 100%. That it can get better. Kind of, yeah, some people may think that it bogs the game down in a looting-centric fashion. But I also think that we are going into fights knowing that we're going to be rewarded not just with score, but with yeah. their loot and that I'm going to be able to perform better in the next fight if I can win this fight. I think that's a really cool mechanic. Definitely agree with you there 100% without a doubt. It's one of my favorite things about Apex is the gun leveling up and the reward on when you kill somebody and then you had a common extended mag and they have a purple one and then you just feel like a freaking beast because you smacked them and yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then the next point within this subclass of weapons 
is that the Warzone ammo is a lot more simpler as well. Um, whole weapon types, like an SMG, has SMG and pistol ammo. Yeah. Um, assault rifles, same thing, sniper ammo. It's all very uh, much similar. But in Apex, we have assault rifles that take energy mm-hmm. or heavy or light. The guns are just so, so much different. Like There's such bigger variability between the guns in Apex, and it's awesome. I think that plays to their advantage. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that having dynamic gun meta like Apex has definitely plays to its advantage. I think it's more fun. Um, but this is also going to be to you as the listener's preference. Like, do you like realism? Do you like real weapons like the AK-47 or the P90? Kind of being able to use those in a game is kind of neat. Or do you like kind of the the fictional different Titanfall universe guns um, that are a little bit more snazzy, but uh, but still fairly realistic? Yeah, and it's just like like energy weapons. Like they don't. There's no bullet drop on energy weapons, which is really yeah. cool and. Just another unique feature that Apex has that, you know, the other games don't. Yeah, and I think that because of that, the dynamic weapon element in Apex, that the guns are very unique and they matter a lot. In my experience playing Modern Warfare and Warzone, the guns kind of blend together. Like, two, three bullets is the time to kill with most assault rifles. They kind of all blend together. I do not think the Flatline and the R301 and the Havoc are very similar at all. No, they um, all play very differently. But in Warzone, I think that the assault rifles pretty much all play the same. Yeah, there's the best one and the worst one, but I'm not too upset if I get one or the other. That's just my opinion. I agree. Maybe I need to play more Warzone. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Next one play is Apex. the inventory system. Um, And I think the main thing that I found in researching this, and Shay put me uh, down on the ground to find out more, is that Apex prioritizes sharing more than Warzone does. Um, War, I was kind of a bit disappointed by the inventory system in Warzone. Um, you pretty much have a series of boxes, much less than in Apex, where you can kind of request things. Uh, but it's pretty much just ammo. You know, meds aren't as important. There's no extra abilities. You can't, you know, request a certain attachment for a weapon because there is none. Um, but I think that this is all done on purpose and that I think this kind of ties back to the disruption of the Battle Royale genre and the fact that Warzone just is a more individual game. It's it, The inventory system is a lot more similar to uh, Fortnite's in that like when yeah. you kill somebody, all their loot just drops. You automatically pick up the ammo and yeah. stuff like that, which is just very different than Apex. And I prefer having the box looting through, grabbing what you want. Um, and then like not relying on the RNG of like, okay, I need this certain type of ammo. I'm going into this war zone fight and then, oh, the person doesn't have that, I guess. I don't know. You don't really know that. You don't know. There's no way to differentiate what weapon somebody has. Like in Apex, you know, if somebody is shooting a havoc, you know, if somebody is hitting you with a peacekeeper or something like that. So, yeah. That's very true. Um, I think that, you know, Warzone does have a simpler system, but that has its downsides. Um, I just love the way Apex's inventory looks. It yeah. just looks so clean and looks so good. Organizes itself yeah. based on ammo and healables. It's cool. So and, nice. the, and a lot of people can, you know, hate on the looting mechanic and they have changed a lot of how the boxes look. 
upon mm-hmm. opening them. But it does make it faster. I mean, knowing where things are and being able to snap to it quickly, you know, as a as a pro player or somebody that is very experienced with the game, it's a lot more straightforward than just a pinata of loot that comes out of somebody. Oh yeah, you knock them down. The first time you play Warzone and you kill somebody, it's just like, oh god, what just happened? Like, yeah, I have I no idea. Know. Yeah. Um, and then kind of off that, this is our next point: is loot just in general. Um, Warzone is a lot different and. I would say that it does not prioritize loot very much and the RNG in the game is very, very different than really any other Battle Royale and specifically Apex. Um, In my experience playing the game, I felt like I could drop really anywhere on the map and pick up a gun and it be functional Mm -hmm. and play. But this is something that a lot of people, I hear a lot of streamers want this in apex they yeah. want there to be more r99s they want there to be more peacekeepers they don't want to worry about rng they just want to be able to have the best guns no matter what because like you're talking about in Warzone, i mean you already drop with a pistol and so you don't have to worry about not having a yeah. gun at the very beginning and then there's like a scar everywhere you go and so you don't end up you don't often die because you don't have a weapon or something like that is that something that you think should be adopted into Apex, or do you like the RNG in Apex as it is? Yeah, so those are kind of two different things, like having a gun off the drop um, versus not having a gun and then finding you know really good weapons that yeah. you like. Like you're talking about the competitive players want the R99. They want their best kit right off the bat. And um, I would understand it if money was on the line for I me. I empathize. And yeah. I'm like, if I drop and don't get a weapon and I lose out on a chance to win some money because of that, I'd be very frustrated. Yeah, I hear that for sure. Um, And I think that Warzone definitely gives them what they wanted here. I think that the loot, talking in this point, there's a point in every Warzone game where loadout packages drop from the sky and you can go up to them and select your very best loadout from Modern Warfare multiplayer with perks, full attachments. Yeah. You know, you get your ideal setup every game Mm -hmm. if you survive. And you can buy that setup with cash in the game. You can just get it by random chance. And so... That's great uh, for the competitive players and the players that you know have money on the line, like you're saying. But I think that also has a flip side and that it hurts less experienced players and really rattles the Battle Royale genre in general. Like taking out that RNG really does not even the playing field. It favors more experienced players, people that have grinded through war, uh, yeah. Modern Warfare already have fully ranked up guns they know what the best perks are like they they can optimize their game before it's even started and newer players can't do that and there's just something to say about like when you drop in the apex and i hope this doesn't happen to you often but you find the mozambique and that's it and then you run into somebody and they got a flatline and then you figure out a way to kill them and it's incredibly satisfying and it's something that's like, no, it's not. It's frustrating sometimes. It is frustrating to drop, die, because you don't get a gun or you have a bad gun. But those moments that you play for where the, it comes, you come out on top with that, like you do not get that like very high feeling of satisfaction and just like, wow, that was incredibly awesome. Got to clip that in a game like Warzone. I 100% agree. And I think that's a great soundbite to take away from this whole podcast episode that, 
Those are the moments that we're looking for. Like that is the fun of Apex. That's that kind the, of underdog yeah. mentality of you overcame the mm-hmm. RNG. You didn't avoid it by getting your favorite loadout from a care package. You're such a good player. It did not matter the gun that you had. Yeah. And it's like just that euphoric satisfaction yeah. that comes with and, it. And I would say, you know, Warzone did appease some people by adding this feature. I look at it like this is modern warfare. Like yeah. this is the same thing. If I'm a really good player, I can go into the game again and again and again, do the same thing and win a lot. And this is something we've talked about a little bit, like with the deja loop mode. Mm-hmm. Like, did you like, you know, knowing where everything was and knowing the exact path? And we talked about it a little bit and you actually, and it's funny because you say that and you're the guy that likes doing that. You're the guy that yeah. like loves zombies. I play a lot of modern warfare. Yeah, you played like, a lot of modern warfare, like doing like, having the same loadout, doing the same thing over and over again. And I was like the, I think the variability is fun. I do not like doing the exact same thing over and over and over again. I like that if I drop Mirage Voyage five times, every game is going to play differently because I'm not going to get the exact same weapon, not going to have the same armor. And it's just going to, everything is different every time. I like that as well. And I will say, I mean, I don't want anybody to take real offense from this, but battle royales are really tricky in esports and competitive play, in my opinion. Yeah, they are. Um, the RNG and the fact that the lobbies are so big make it really tough. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, esports fits a game like CS:GO or Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare or FIFA a lot better because mm-hmm. it makes sense. You're on an even playing field. Like you, it's like there's a lot of fixed things. There's it's not all random. Skill based. It's skill based. Battle Royales is a lot more open to new players. It's larger. More people have access to it because they're free games. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think that's a strength. But the reason people, and I, I agree, I agree, that's a strength. And the reason it's a strength is because getting that win in a Battle Royale is such an addicting feeling. Yeah. If you're going to tell me you had the same satisfaction winning a TDM mode in COD versus winning a Battle Royale, even in Warzone, like, that's just not true. It's such a better feeling to win a battle royale, to beat 60, to beat 150 players and come out yeah. on top. Yeah, and we're getting a little that bit off track. That was a long segment. We're getting a little bit off track, but I'm going to just keep on pushing what was it that? off That track. was the loot segment? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm keeping pushing it off because, you know, I've played a lot of Call of Duty in my life, played a lot of zombies, uh, but also multiplayer. And I've observed that the the time to kill in those games and the amount of times you get to have a redo like you have kills you have deaths all in the span of a Mm -hmm. 10 to 30 minute game that's really neat and i did like that but the uh the reward the kind of stimuli in your brain the reaction the endorphins that you have the rush in that game it's all very fast but also very short and Mm -hmm. in apex you have kind of a long build-up you know with some looting in the beginning a couple scraps you're you know getting better and better and better and then if you win the game, it's a lot more euphoric. It's a lot more of a reward. And I like that more. I agree. I feel like a game like Call of Duty is kind of a grind, 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 grind. You did win the game. It's not super team-based. All you're doing is trying to get a ton of kills. But, you know, kill streaks are exciting, but not the same as a victory royale. So For sure. Let's keep this going. Let's get into the next, next one. Next point is cash. Okay, completely different than anything in Apex. 
And uh, most other games, most other battle royales. For sure. So you can get cash in this game a variety of different ways through the contracts that we were talking about, looting bodies, looting buildings. Um, and this can be used at different buy stations to get armor or kill streaks from Modern Warfare, like, you know, airstrikes or different sort of uh, yeah. kill streaks in those games. Um, and then you can e- even buy back fallen teammates that requires money to do. Um, very interesting. Uh, in general. And so let's kind of talk about the differences in Apex. You know, I think that when we're looking at Apex, the reason that we'll never see something like this, a cash system where you buy something, is because we have the legends and we have the abilities. And having this cash system with killstreaks is Modern Warfare's way of trying to add like the high explosion, like choose an ability and activate it, the ultimates pretty much. And I like that you have to choose your character ahead of time and play to the strengths of that character. You don't just get to get whatever you want during the game. I don't know. It's just very easy. I think you're right. I think you're right, Shay. I mean, I think this concept of cash supports what we've been saying this whole time, that this game diminishes RNG, that the better you are, the more kills you get, you're rewarded by that in-game. Not by looting boxes, but by, okay, now you can get your best loadout, call in an airstrike, buy back your teammates. You know, I I came into the game thinking, oh, that's kind of neat. You know, like I get rewarded for being better mm-hmm. in the game and I get, you know, real things. But in Apex, you get rewarded by being good by winning on the same playing field as everybody else. Not because you got a contract and got couple thousand dollars and then you're able to buy back your teammate in order to clutch the dub with an airstrike because your whole team had airstrikes like yeah that's weird to me and i think that apex shines here i think that the fact that it does have the legends it's characterized by that it's balanced i think they do a great job with balancing the different abilities and the biggest point in this whole uh category of cash is that it costs money to buy back your teammates. And that's going into our next point here, is the respawn system. This is probably the most interesting thing when we're talking about Warzone and Apex. So I'll let you explain it. So first off, a little bit of a backtrack. Respawn is a bit different in Warzone. The first time you die early in on the game, you have an opportunity to go to the Gulag. Okay. Gulag is, is it Gulag or Gulag? Depends on where you're from. Gulag. (laughs) Very cool. I like it. Yeah, very cool mechanic. I think this was really neat. Definitely fits into the mold of a Modern Warfare game. You're on your own. You're fighting for yourself. Yeah. Um, You die. That's okay. You don't need your teammates. You can bring yourself back in a cool one-on-one scenario. I like it. Um, Anything else to say about that? I think that like it adds kind of a bit more of that even lowering the RNG because if you do die, but you're really good. So if you did die for some reason, and then you're gonna win in the gulag and come back. Like it's not I like in every fight. In the it's gulag. not an apex when <laughs> so, you when yeah. you swipe when you wipe a predator squad, and then you know they're done. Yeah, like you don't have to worry about them coming oh back for gosh. you again. If I wipe, imagine a bunch if of you wipe, they dropped back yes, on my head. Exactly, I would be screaming. I'd be screaming. Exactly. Um, I do think it's a cool element. I don't think we'll ever see it in Apex outside of maybe a limited time mode. 
I just because I don't think it's like a complete game changer that has absolutely shifted the battle royale me- meta at all. But I think it's fun and it works for Warzone. Yeah, and I definitely think that it fits there. Their kind of speed of fights and things like that. For and sure. That you don't have time to go like revive somebody because if you take two shots, you're dead. And in Apex, you can kind of fight through that with yeah. like the shields and things like that. So definitely that is what it is. But I think the bigger part is that there's no respawn beacons in Warzone. You have and to buy them. You have to buy them. Yeah. And it's my belief that when faced with the purchasing decision of having my favorite uh AK47 loadout with perks dropped into me or have my teammate who has nothing and was dead I'm always going to choose to have my AK yeah it's tough because kind of what we've talked about a little bit in that warzone pushes more of an individualistic outlook on the battle royale genre even though you're playing as an individual or as a team the Fact is, most of the time, you're not going to get respawned if you lose in the gulag unless you are partied up with your friends. Yeah. Because then your friends will recognize the value that you have. But it's like if you're playing with a random and for some reason your random dies really quickly, there's not as much of a uh, incentive to bring them back. I think that's true. And, you know, I dropped into my first couple of games of Warzone and... I don't want to brag. I did play Modern Warfare, so I was familiar. Mm-hmm. wasn't coming in fresh, but... You even knew the maps a little I bit. I kind of like, knew the yeah. maps as well. Um, but I was getting eight kills, 10 kills in a game pretty easily. I didn't feel like I needed to have my team. Mm-hmm. I felt independent. You know, say that's a strength or a weakness of the game. That's how I felt. In Apex, we play a lot with randoms. You always respawn. Like... You need to have yeah. a third. Even, Even if they're not good, they're going to take bullets. And I think in Warzone, that's not as much of a true statement, you mm-hmm. know, just because they can't really absorb a lot of bullets. And and if you're a solo, you can hide on the roof with a sniper, put a couple uh, claymores, a little bit there, yeah. IED, whatever, and then you're you Take set. care of yourself. You take care of yourself. And in Apex, because, you know, even if you're a random teammate, they have abilities, you know? They have a care package if they're lifeline. They have uh, smoke if they're Bangalore. So they can help you even if they're not the best shot or the best player. So I think that Warzone not having those kind of abilities and then putting a price on bringing back your teammates just goes again to push it to less of a team-based battle royale and more of a modern warfare style Mm -hmm. game. Let's talk a little bit about the time to kill. Final point, time to kill. Um, Warzone is a Call of Duty game. Definitely feels like it. Um, this is kind of just a summary it's of all simple. these. It's pretty simple. We've mentioned um, it already. Like They don't have the same armor. Fights are short. Dropped really quickly. Um, self-revive is something that's completely different. When you die, you can immediately be killed. There is no delay. And that's what a lot of people have noticed is that in Apex, despite even if you're not Mirage, there's still a delay between when you get knocked and when you can actually get finished. Mm-hmm. And you and have in, the knock shield. Yeah. And so. in COD, it's instant. And so yeah. there's no reason to not like immediately just down your opponent. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's just different. Apex, the fights are long and Warzone, the fights are short. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. So now uh, I'll, I'll give my little bit of opinions. Please Those do. are. Those are your 10 points you found. I love them all. I'm glad that we got to talk about them. Um, Despite all of that, I will say that I think Warzone 
It's a very fun game. It's a good battle royale game. It's very different. It's fun. Uh, despite that, it's incredibly casual. Um, something that like Shroud was saying this on his stream is that you cannot play Warzone for a long period of time if you're trying to play competitive in other games. It's just too easy. The fact that there is no RNG. Like you can dominate lobbies every time. The time to kill is so fast. It's a very, very easy battle royale. Maybe that's like a mean thing to say, but compared that to is Apex. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it is an easier game. I don't really think that's up for discussion. Maybe it will be, mm-hmm. you know, in the comments. I want to hear your thoughts uh, to the listeners, but it's easier. And that doesn't mean it's less fun. I would say it's really fun to get lots of kills. Um, but I definitely think Warzone is easier, and Apex is a very challenging game. And in that, it's also a lot more rewarding. But Warzone has done some absolutely amazing things that Apex may or may not need to do. The fact that Warzone immediately listened to its audience, rolled out solos, they've been fixing patches pretty much since day one, that's something Apex, people feel like because there's no permanent solos or duos, that that's a negative for the game. We've talked a little bit about why we think it's a more team-oriented game, but Warzone makes its player base felt like it's heard. And the one that we're going to be, we're talking a little bit about is Apex in danger of dying. Like that's yeah. kind of the question we've gotten on Instagram, and that's something that we want to address. And the first thing, the big threat I think that Apex has is the fact that Warzone has 150 players in the game and it runs incredibly smooth every time. I have not had any lag issues at all. And Apex, still being out for more than a year now, I've experienced a lot of lag issues so many times and I've just seen so many streamers be like, I can't play this game. I can't yeah. stream this game because I get lagged out of games incredibly often. And we pay a lot for our internet. We so pay a little too I much don't for think the that internet. it's us. And I definitely think that's a real point. And I do think that it is a threat to the game. Um, but I think that Apex does have a lot going for it and it can capitalize more on that. I mean, you talk a lot about the lore of Apex. Yeah. The thing that Apex has that no other battle royale does is its legends and its lore, the extended universe. And we need to see Respawn lean more into that. And like the Wraith Town Takeover video was absolutely amazing. Everyone loved it. I hope we see something like that for Bloodhound. Really lean into that lore because that's what separates them from every other battle royale out there. And that's what will keep them survived. Keep people invested in the legends, in the characters that they've been playing for so long now. For sure. And, you know, a lot of influencers out there, pretty much when asked this exact question, will say, we just want more. We want more attention. We want more reaction from Respawn. We want more modes. We want longer modes. We want more content. More balancing updates. More more bugs to be solved. And that is a fine opinion, but I'm not just going to jump onto that bandwagon because in previous episodes... I've talked about how I really respect how mature Respawn and EA are yeah. at dropping content. They're not going to overwhelm the game, overwhelm the game by putting helicopters and crazy things like Fortnite in. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to just mix up the whole legend system by making a permanent solos mode. I respect that. I think that it's a good decision. I want them to continue doing that. 
you know, when Fortnite shut down its whole game into a black hole uh, to come out with its next version, that was huge. That was awesome. And I was expecting Apex to really come out of that feeling the pressure, mm-hmm. and they didn't really. But they, they haven't seemed to feel the pressure from no, anything. They are not very reactionary as a game and mm-hmm. a company. And I have my opinions about that, but I respect it. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's cool. And if they can keep doing consistent content, and if they come out with a new map in season five, that's big. Yeah, so and that's, you got to respect that. That's what I think I was going to talk yeah. about. We have the threat of, for the console, we have Warzone. Warzone is the imminent threat right now, despite the fact that it's different. And I think that after people play it for a long time, people will come back to Apex because they see that Apex is a challenge. And I think in the end, a lot of people enjoy the challenge behind the video games. Yeah. The second thing is on the horizon for PC players, we have Valorant. I don't know how much you've heard about this game. Big game. Very exciting. I, I, I think it's going to be cool. It'll be cool, but it's for PC only. So as of now, it's for PC only. So we're not losing console players to that. Um, But a lot of big players seem to think about this as the next big competitive game. I'm I'm not there. Um, I think it doesn't look very good. I think it looks like it'll have some fun mechanics, but it looks like a very old video game. And I think that Apex looks absolutely breathtaking. Look at the skyline, the mountains, the texture, the terrain. It's absolutely insane. Like nothing matches it for a free-to-play Battle Royale game. But Season 5 is incredibly important for Apex. Yeah. Are we going to create the new norm of a new map every two seasons? Or are we going to stay on World's Edge? And I think that if we end up staying on World's Edge, I think there's going to be disappointment unless there's very big changes made to the map. And so this is something like this town takeover will be cool. It'll be important. I hope they bring some updates with the town takeover. But season five is where Apex needs to step up and say, we are investing in this game and we want to do something big for you guys. Like this is our halfway point to season 10. Like this is a big one. It's their one area that they can continue to shine uh, and prove to its user base that they're in it. Yeah. I think that's a, a great way to go. For sure. Any last thoughts on anything? Is Apex dying? No. I agree. I don't think Apex is dying. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think there are threats. Like, every game has its threats. I think Apex will overcome. I have confidence in Respawn that they'll do it. And it's my favorite game, by far. It's almost like I started a podcast about it or something. Big facts. Yeah. Big facts. Keep playing. Keep grinding. We'd love to play with you guys. For sure. Keep making content. We love the fan art. We love the the legend concepts Mm -hmm. keep doing all that because that's the stuff that really keeps this game going and a lot of people really responded well to the mailbag everyone's still in quarantine so i think if we have the time we'll be dropping another mailbag either on friday or saturday yep um so look out for that on the instagram story or submit your questions to the third party pod at gmail.com please leave a five-star review on apple pods if you leave a five-star review with your question guarantee it'll be answered we had a lot of questions pour in for the last mailbag I hope that we'll be able to answer everyone in this next episode. There's a chance that won't happen, though. So if you really do want your question to be answered, leave that five-star review. Subscribe on Apple Pods. Follow on Spotify. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Posting clips every day. We're on Twitter, at Third Party Pod. Anything else? 
That's it. See you guys. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.